Welcome everyone to the Bonfire Group. This is a podcast, is it number four, Sarah? Number four, yeah. Number four. These things are just flying along. We've been spending the last um, several sessions just unpacking the, the core toolkit for us as we look at effective leadership. So we started out with an overview, and then we've looked at the first two, um, what would you call them? Uh, segments? Keys? Keys, I think. Keys? Using the term okay, keys. keys. Yeah, we like that. So th- the first two keys to effective leadership, the first one was, um, you got to be for me. And that just means quite simply, like, I've got to know that you care more about me and my personal development growth than what I'm doing for you. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, um, when it comes to companies and organizations, um, I mean, honestly, you know, high level, high capacity leaders sometimes communicate to those that they lead that I care more about what you do um, for me, my organization, my company, than I care about your own personal growth. And here's what we know about effective leadership. When, when a leader can communicate to the, the people that they're leading that I'm for you, that it builds a sense of relational capital that actually empowers the people you lead to be more productive than if they feel like they're a notch on your belt. So that was, you know, the, the, the first one, are you for me? Um, second one was... Push me. Push me. Yeah. Push me. Um, which was so good as we talked about the idea, like if you're for me, then you've got to be able to push me. And pushing me is, is about drawing out of me effective leaders, right? They're able to draw out of the people they lead more than what the people they lead thinks there. Like an effective leader gets more out of me than what I think is possible. And that is all about pushing me, right? Mm-hmm. Pushing me, getting more out of me. That's there. So today is, is the third piece of this. And the third piece to being an effective leader is you've got to show me, all right? You've got to show me. So if you're going to be an effective leader, you've got to be for me, then you got to push me, and then today you've got to show me. And show me is huge. It, it's one of the greatest disconnects that we have in the midst of leadership today. And, and here's the core reason why, okay? This is crucial. You're going to want to take some notes right here. You're not going to want to miss this, all right? We believe the lie in our Western culture that if you learn the right information, okay, if you learn the right information, then that and that alone gives you competency in the skill itself. So someone um, goes to college, they go to grad school, they get their MBA, or they get their, you know, pre-med degree, they, you know, whatever, whatever, you just fill in the blank. Like if I've got the piece of paper, if I've passed the test, if I've learned the right information, then I know it and I'm competent in it. And every single leader knows this. Every single leader knows that when you get someone that's a new hire who's never done the job before but has the educational qualifications, when it comes to them doing the job, they have no idea mm-hmm. what they're doing. What they're doing. Why is that? It's because learning most often takes through show me. Show yeah, me. A lot of companies won't me. even hire people right out of school. 
They just went, they, right? They're like, no, we're not going to take them. We're going to let somebody else teach them, and then we'll hire them. Because they intuitively know that they're that, not going to give me what I want. Yeah. But I'm not going to take the time to show them. I'm just going to let somebody else do it. That's right. And so, you know, when, when we're thinking about show me, um, one of the things that keeps us from it, okay, I mean, we just have to realize that learning is often not just through information. That, that learning, training comes through this modeling, apprenticeship, imitation. And that takes work. That takes time. And often, um, leaders, they want it now. Mm. Often, people are managers, which mean, hey, we want this done now correctly, instead of being leaders who take the time to model it and show it um, for the person imitate for them along the way. Now, we've just found that there is a simple process. Um, you all, I'm sure a lot of you guys listening that you've heard of this process, but it is a very simple, concise way in which you're able to model this show me piece of effective leadership. All right. The, the first thing is, is, is if you take someone and you're going to teach them um, a new skill. They're going to be trained within your organization. They're going to learn how to be the salesperson. They're going to learn how to be the director of operations. They're going to learn how to, I mean, you know, human resources. Like it doesn't matter. Like, like whatever it is, here's the first thing I they got, it's got to be this. I do, you watch. Mm-hmm. Right? They do have to have some information. Information is important. They've got to watch you do it. It's got to be I do, you watch, all right? Now, the second one is most important, and this is where the show me piece comes in. This, this, is, where, this is where leaders will become ineffective and try to skip this. The second one is I do, you help, and that's the place where people's incompetency comes to life. Like that's the place where they start helping, they realize how much they don't know, okay? I do, you help. And that takes a long time. And you've got to be willing, as a leader, you've got to be willing to sit with someone as long as they need to, to help them push through their incompetency, to push through what they don't know. And a lot of that pushing through comes from you demonstrating and showing them how you want it done, how you want it done. Like what, what many ineffective leaders don't realize is this, is that if you'll take more time on the front side, showing the people that you lead, modeling for them, apprenticing them, imitating for them, if you'll take more time on the front side, it'll save you more time in the long run, right? Because we, we want it now. That's the disconnect. And you cannot have, you cannot have someone that's operating in the competency that you have, in the skills that you have, or the skills or competency that they need unless there is a culture of showing them, modeling for them, apprenticing for them the very thing that you want them to do. We see this a lot with kids. I know I kind of use that illustration a lot, but kids are such a great example because they don't know anything. They have to learn everything. And to tell a child 
you know, go clean your room. You're going to go up there in 30 minutes and they're going to be sitting in the middle of the floor with the mess, staring at it, saying, well, I don't, uh, you know, I know the words. I know what clean room means. And I know you have an expectation for me, but without actually showing them, and, and it seems really um, unnecessary sometimes to show them the skills, but to say, this is the order you do it in. This is where you put this. Start with this and then move on to that. And giving them that imitation, you're just not, you're not going to get, uh, the, the job's not going to get done. Yeah. And, and sometimes when it comes to the job not getting done, when it comes not being able to to model or apprentice or imitate for someone, this whole this whole disconnection of the show me piece, a lot of it's because like we as leaders, we've never had it. Mm, yeah. Like we've grown up in the midst of, of a culture of leadership where we've had to kind of figure things out ourselves. And here's what I know about um, uh, about you, high capacity, high competency, gifted human beings um, who are leading things is that you intuitively figure it out. Mm. Like you've intuitively ha- have, have been able to figure it out on your, by yourself, but not everybody operates the way that you do. And, and if you want from top down in your organization and your culture, top down people to be growing and, and walking in and being able to um, not only learn skills, but pass those skills on, you've got to have a culture of show me right and for many of us we've never had that intentional piece so you've got to have the the i do i do you watch second is i do you help this is where the imitation piece comes in right and that's that's the big disconnect okay and it takes time the third piece is this is it's got to be you do i help so as someone is growing in their skill set, is growing in their competency for whatever given responsibility is, the temptation is just to say, okay, now you go do it, right? Just go do it. Here it is. Go do it. I've got to go on the other things. No, no, no. What we want to say is this, is let them start to do it, but you help them. Still be there for them. You know, take that extra time to step in as you need to, to show them. Here's what happens. When somebody starts doing it on their own and they know that they've got you there beside them in case they mess up or get stuck, it gives them the freedom to fail. Mm. And that freedom to fail helps them to um, mine out those last few pieces of competency when they can finally go by themselves to the last phase of I do, you cheer. Or excuse me, you do, I cheer. You do, I cheer. So now they're doing it and you're cheering. But we can't get there. We can't get there where we want to be, where they're doing it and you're cheering if we haven't moved through those important phases of I do, you help, you do, I help. Those two phases then help us to get to the place where somebody has grown through their incompetency, has grown through their inability to do the skill, and by you showing them what to do, now they're at a place finally where they know how to do it just as good as you do and can now show someone else how to do the very thing that they've been taught to you. Now, here's why this is so important. When there is not a culture of show me in your organization, 
it's a disempowering culture because you're setting people up to fail. You're telling them to go do a job because they have the information, the training book, and then you send them out. You tell them you're gonna cheer for them, but then they don't do it well. Then they get in trouble or they feel like they don't measure up or something's wrong with them. It disempowers someone. When the reality of it is an effective leader wants to build an empowering culture. And an empowering culture says, look, I, I know that you have the information, but having the information actually delivering on this are two different things. Well, let me, let me walk with you. Walk with me, right? Watch me do this. Help me do this. I'll help you do it, and then I'll cheer you on in it. That's an empowering culture that allows the person that you lead to work through the places of failure and weakness, the growth edges that they need to get to a place where they can actually do an effective job. And I, I just suggest this, like, I just think leaders, like, we, we've got to be honest with ourselves and just acknowledge that this show me piece, like, it's a weakness. It's a weakness. And we're we're so addicted to a mick life a fast paced easy going turnkey you know franchise kind of life that we want everything and we want it now and we've let the the urgency the urgency of the day of today whatever it may be to trump the importance of the investment into the people that are around us and without even realizing it, there are some of you um, that may, may be creating, probably are creating, a disempowering culture because you just don't have set in place a clear, simple methodology of show me within your organization. Now, you know, the other thing I think that I want you guys to hear today is this, is this is something that that I struggle with. Like it's so, I get so frustrated that I just can't say to someone that I lead, hey, go do this, and that they can't do it. Like it seems so asinine to me that I can give someone the right information, tell them to go do it, and then they don't deliver upon it. It's so hard to realize that I've got to take the time to walk with someone and to realize and believe that if I take time on the front side, it will actually save me time in the long run. I think we have to realize that if we're going to have an empowering culture, that we've got to have an intentional, simple methodology for show me. And we would just suggest one that we've used over and over and over again that becomes a hedge of protection that makes sure makes sure we're not disempowering people but empowering them is simply i do you watch i do you help you do i help you do i cheer and if you can put that into practice at every single level of your organization of your company you'll be creating an empowering culture that will be releasing leaders 
instead of just managing people. It's been great uh, here today to do just another one of these leadership podcasts. Um, just a couple things. I think, Sarah, you had mentioned earlier to me in our meeting that we're going to have a blog, uh, a blog that's going to go out with this show me piece. Yes. And we're going to have some tangible tips that are going to be there for you, something that you can work through. So be on the lookout for that. Um, we, we'd love to hear any feedback that you guys have for us, anything that's helpful or unhelpful through these podcasts. Um, you know, please go to the website, thebonfiregroup.org. There's some leadership tips on there, as well as some free giveaways that we have. We'd love to spend a 30-minute coaching session with you over any of these topics. Here's the deal. We want you guys to win, and we want to leverage what we can, what we've been given, to help you all win. We look forward to seeing you next time um, here on one of the leadership podcasts of the Bonfire Group.